0: Fellowships podcast, where our goal is to see people everywhere show off the glory of Christ in every area of life. We pray that you are blessed and encouraged by today's message and will allow the Word of God to dwell in you richly. Um, I want to thank our uh, team, our fan and the team, for Friday putting on Unspoken Documentary amazing amazing so i give god some praise for that thing yeah if you if you were here you know if you if you didn't uh he um they gave us a, the ability to make um it available to some of our folks um it was a um you you wonder sometimes what god's up to and you know some people came from different places and young man he dude had to be like six five uh came up to me and he was just like um Y'all don't know me, um, but your ministry saved my life in 2020. Um, he said I was done with Christianity and about to go into comedic philosophy, but he said I, I I I happened upon you guys' videos online defending the faith and the resources that you put out, and God used it to stabilize me. And um, and so it's those it's those type of testimonies. And why we do what we do. Uh, we do this because of souls and uh, people on the fence that need answers. And we're hoping that by God's spirit, that he would hold many in place to stand firm in the faith and contend for the faith that was once delivered up for us. Amen. 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 we well, are turning your Bibles to Acts chapter one, verse four through 11. Um, it's, it'll be on the screen as well. We're still in our series on the rebrand. Somebody say the rebrand. Yeah. The rebrand. Um, I'd like to talk about today uh, from our subject in our series, the rebrand, brand ambassadors. Being a brand ambassador. Let's go before the Lord. Most high, um, we are here because we need to be refocused and affirm who you are and reaffirm who we are in you. Lord, I pray that you would use this as a massive stirring mechanism to give us the necessary focus and nutrients needed to be able to do the necessary things to 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 give out the good news in the world let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight in jesus mighty name we pray everybody give me that say it you may be seated brand ambassadors brand ambassadors um a few years ago um particularly when there was a lot of uh Racial unrest going on. There was a group came up called, um, uh, they came up called New Era. And these, the new era was a group that began uh, just in cities starting charters that were kind of like activists, local boots on the ground, kind of activist groups that were uh, doing different uh, mechanisms of engagement and protest over different issues. Well, um, one Sunday in a particular church in Detroit, in one of their chapters, the chapter went to Detroit, um, went to uh, this Detroit church uh, in order to confront them about uh, them having Trump come to communicate in their church. And uh, little do we know that would have just passed by if it was just a general experience, but it ended up with New Era Detroit uh, allegedly stands up in the midst of the church gathering and begins kind of giving verbal pushback um, during the gathering and what ended up happening uh, 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 would, would go viral. They broke out a fight between an activist group and the church. And, uh, and of course, you know that went viral. You know, you know, anytime some mess in the church makes its way public, you know it's gonna go viral. Uh, but 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 it, but it's interesting if 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 people work with police to start a boxing program it'll get two views, amen. If, some, if a church starts an after pro, after school program it'll get four views. Uh, um, 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 If if people have an outreach that serves 3,000 people and help them to get jobs, health screenings, and give out clothes and get free haircuts, that's going to get 100 views. But foolishness, if you get two people to fist knuckle up in the church or or, or the preacher's doing something, you're going to get 5 billion views over it because our culture is obsessed with mess. but, 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 but But the world loves it when the church takes a L. But what's interesting to me is that it's made its way into people's psyche based on a few churches where mess happens, whether their fault or not. And it becomes really the brand identity of the entirety of the people of God. Um, but what's, what, what hurts more to me is really not that it affects culture. The challenge is, is when people who call the name of Jesus have the same sour sentiments as people in the culture. And, and, and I don't wonder today, will there, will there be a day where God will raise the standard in our mind of who we are and who, what we're supposed to do? Will the church ever get to the point where when the word church comes up, it's not a byword, but it is a blessed word. I I I want church to go from a messy word to a ministry word. I I want church to go from a foul word to a faithful word. I wish I had some help in here because I want to see God's view, God's brand. And when we talk about rebranding, we're not talking about creating something new. It's really just returning and magnifying what's been true for over 2,000 years. So when we talk about brand, what do we mean when we call um, uh, branding? Branding is the distinctive wording or design used to identify something. I like that. Or someone, the promotion of a particular product or company by means of advertising and distinctive design. Ooh, I like that. That sounds real professionalized, don't it? Sounds real, real good. And, 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 what, what, how do you develop a brand identity? Uh, they say this is in the culture. And I think it's so applicable to us. Uh, number one, what's your company's mission? They define about which, first off, before we talk about brand identity, what's the company's mission? Next thing is, what are the benefits and features of your products and services? We're going to come back to all of this. This is good stuff. What do your customers and prospects already think of your company? Mm. What qualities do you want them to associate with your company? So really branding is is intentional. Somebody say intentional. Um, um, Of Jesus Christ throughout scripture, we'll go through some of those passages during the course of the series, but, but, but Jesus was always intentional about utilizing practical terminology that makes people, in other words, it, this should be an automatic association with who we are, uh, um, salt and light. You, you understand what I'm saying? Priesthood, body. All of, the, all of these type of things, light, when we talk about light, shining a light, we, we, we should, now the world do bother that. it's such a light to me, that, but that's our word, right? But it's, in the, and it's supposed to be associated with Jesus Christ. So branding is what you do on the front end intentionally, but what happens is when a brand loses its identity and its perception to the people it wants to engage with its product, it has to go through something called a rebranding. Now, what is rebranding? I'm glad you asked. Rebranding is the process of changing the corporate image of an organization. (laughs) It's a market strategy of giving a new name, symbol, or change in design for the already established brand. The issue with us is we're not trying to get a new name because we already got our name. We're not trying to get a new symbol because we put our crosses on ourselves daily and follow him. And we're not trying to t- change our design because we were designed to be conformed to the image of Christ. But what we're exactly doing is we're trying to reestablish the fact that I, we've been called by his name and that we'll have a name when in the future that he's going to write on us. But not only that, we also want to submit to the symbol of the cross that we have been called to sacrifice our life for. And not only that, we're not changing our design because we're supposed to lock together. Together to be conformed to the image of Christ one of my favorite verses is the outer body is dying daily but the inner man is being taken from one level of glory to another level of glory to look more like Jesus Christ so when we say rebranding what I mean is representing somebody say representing is representing the church to know who she is hear me, to know who she is, to engage the world and to represent the name of Jesus Christ well in the world. So when we do this, we talk about this idea of a brand ambassador. What is a brand ambassador? Now that you, you can't be an ambassador, a brand ambassador, unless you know, the pro- you believe in the product. It has to make sense to you and it has to flow from you. That would be like Michael Jordan are uh, going out there and trying to be a spokesperson for, St- uh, for, for, um, for, for Stacey Adams. Like, like it would be like Michael Jordan going out and saying he's gonna get an endorsement deal with Puma when he already owns a company and has a well-established brand. He wouldn't lower his brand identity, no hate on Puma, but he wouldn't lower his brand identity by becoming a partner with an opposing branding agency. And so the church has to recognize that whenever we walk in the world's disposition, we are actually lowering our branding standards. Come on, somebody. And what we're doing is we're branding for the opposing team. Sometimes we brand better for the club than we do for the church. Oh, Lord. Help us today, God. If if someone were to ask you today, if if we were to play a game Name my brand. We were at a, at a small group. Let's do it that way. Make it practical for you, for those who went. And so, um, and you stand up, name that brand. If just knowing me, what would you say I represent? That's scary. Because, because, because what you ooze and what you represent is what you tell people you are associate with and love. And so the question is, can people look at us and say that we reflect the brand of the kingdom. So what is a brand ambassador? A person, especially a celebrity, they say, who is paid to endorse or promote a particular company's products or services. And we're not paid, we've been paid for. That's the difference. And so, so, oh, y'all ain't with me yet. I thought y'all was gonna be better than the first service. They 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 was a little bit better than y'all on this part. But 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 listen, uh, um, we we've been paid for, so we're not we're not brand. Uh, we we don't have an endorsement deal in the sense that we're doing this to get paid. We do this because we've been paid for and immersed in the identity of Christ. And because we have been immersed in the identity of Christ, because we love Him and we're thankful for the fact that He died on the cross and got up from the grave for us. We said the least we can do we're not doing this to be saved but the least we can do is work to represent him well the least we can do so listen what questions the church must answer these are some questions we got to answer and then we'll get right into this text what is the church's purpose and mission let me explain something to you the ch- every believer should have clarity on what a church's purpose and mission. Now, I'm not talking about necessarily merely here, the church's purpose and mission that you learn in covenant community. I'm talking about the ancient purpose the church has always had that every church should have, even though when you incarnate or contextualize in a particular context, it may look differently and it may meet different needs, but it has the bigger kind of overarching things that are consistent. Let me see if I can make it plain. I, I don't care where in the world or the country you go, wherever you go, and I'm not promoting eating this, but I'm saying, you get a Big Mac, the special sauce never tastes different. The fries taste the same. The, the shakes taste everything tastes the same the fish fillet tastes the same Know why? Let me tell you why this is real simple. Woo! this is good The reason why all of it tastes the same because all of the products are produced in one center Oh y'all ain't with me and because it's produced in one center It's distributed to all of the locations across the earth So there can be brand identity that tastes the same no matter which one you go through. So no matter what church I go through in the world, we should all taste the same. We should taste like love sometimes. We should taste like peace sometimes. We should taste taste like grace sometimes. We should even taste like rebuke sometimes. Yes, Lord. There should be things... There should be things that they should get no matter where they go. So, point one, and I'm done. Got one point. Brand ambassadors need clarity and empowerment. Brand ambassadors need clarity and empowerment. Let's look at the text. It says, while he was with them, I love that. He commanded them not to leave. Uh, uh, commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the Father's promise, which He said, "You have heard Me speak about." I like this because Jesus, at this point, has been with His disciples post-resurrection forty days on and off, and what He has been doing is He has been uh re-engaging them with what he taught them over those three years he gave them such an information dump that the book of john in the last chapter says if all the miracles that jesus did and the things that he said would have been written in books there wouldn't have been a library on the earth matter of fact the earth isn't a big enough library to be able to put on pages everything he did to show them that he was the christ it's interesting that the things that God will go through with our frail selves, where he has to do that many things to let us know who he is. He should be able to do one thing and we know who he is. But what, what I love about him is his patience for us to have brand clarity. He spent all of that time trying to get them brand clarity to make sure, are we on the same page? Are we on the same page? It's like talking to kids. Are we on the same page? I don't know if a parent, you ever had to tell your kid that. Are we on the same page? Are we on the same page? Are we on the same page? I heard you, mommy. They don't like when we repeat, but, you know, they repeat to us all the time. Daddy, 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 daddy. Oh, Lord, help me. In Jesus' name, help me. Woo. Verse 5. It says, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Here it is in a few days. This is dope. So this idea of spirit baptism is interesting here because spirit baptism represents the body of the the church beginning. Uh, We're going to talk more about this in the initiation of this. So, So this baptism, this spirit baptism that's happening here wasn't the only time these people experienced the filling of the spirit in the book of Acts. So to kind of knock that off, because I know somebody said, he's not dealing with the Holy Ghost like I want to. Well, the the, the act of them being baptized in the spirit was the church being created and brought into the body of Christ. But the result of that in that instance was that they would be filled with the spirit. But now everybody who trusts Jesus after that are baptized into the body of Christ based on Ephesians chapter one, verse 14 and 15. Write that down for later. However, the filling of the Holy Spirit is not just a one-time experience post-salvation. Because if you understand the Bible, and you look, or you don't even have to turn over in Acts chapter 4, verse 8, it says, then Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit. Well, how was he filled with the Holy Spirit in chapter 4? If he was already filled with the Spirit in Acts chapter 2 well you don't believe me that's that's an abnormal instances again if you look over in um, Acts chapter 13 verse 9 it says but Saul uh, also called Paul was filled with the Spirit but I thought he was filled with the Spirit in Acts 9 when Annas laid hands on him and he gained his sight and he got filled with the Spirit well guess what Filling of the Spirit is a constant disposition by which you're submitted to the Holy Spirit at special times of being a witness for Jesus Christ. And what he does is he doesn't fill you like water. What he does is he takes control in partnership with you to represent Jesus Christ. So when we talk about, we talk about the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is a person, not a thing. He's not an it he's not a miss he's not a dust he's a he and he in the bible says he's so deep That he, even though he knows everything because he's omniscient, he searches the depths of God for us to see what we need in order to minister to us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, read the whole chapter. I ain't got time to go through a pneumatology lesson, but I'm trying to let you know, the pneumatology lesson. But what I'm trying to let us know is that the Holy Spirit is a massive guide for us in this season as witnesses. He's a massive guide. He's not just here to make you shout. His primary function isn't to have church. His primary function, based on the Bible, is for you to be the church. Help me today. If I hear one of the people, one more person say, we sure had church. Well, we've been having church for a long time and we've still been acting a fool. But I wish one day we would go beyond just having church to being the church. And so he, 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 he's talking to his disciples and helping them uh, in this. And it goes back to uh, Isaiah 32 and Ezekiel 36 and Joel chapter 2. But then it goes back to what he was telling them in the upper room discourse in John chapter 14 through chapter 17, where he was letting them know that the Spirit's role is to lead you into all truth. And so why do we say that? Because then they say, oh, so we won't to receive the Spirit that they thought receiving the Spirit meant they would have superpowers see y'all don't, y'all don't understand what I'm talking about okay how do I know that watch what he says after so when they came together they asked him Lord are you restoring the kingdom to Israel at this time in other words we're gonna get we're gonna get on super armor you going into Caesar's palace uh, the one in Rome, and what you're going to do, somebody get that on the way home, and what you're going to do, you're going to cut Caesar's head off, his head is going to roll down uh, 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 the, the 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 Caesarean steps, and we're going to have a great time, and I'm and now you told me, when I cut the dude ear off, you know, that time, it wasn't time to fight. But now it's time to fight, so they thought Jesus was fitting to bring 72,000 angels down, landing and coming out, unsheathing their swords, and going yak out throughout Rome and destroying. See, they crucified Jesus, didn't you? were not you the one to put the crown of thorns they thought that was gonna be that kind of fight but Jesus being the frustrated disciple maker that he was basically it's like I've been talking to these fools for three years I told them 50,000 times that I must die and suffer many things under the Pharisees and Sadducees and be delivered up to the chief priests and then I must be raised from the grave and then they're going to receive the Spirit. As a matter of fact, I blew the Holy Spirit on them but now I'm telling him he's about to be in them like I told them then. I told them in the upper room discourse that they were going to do that. I told them they would bear much fruit and people would hate them. I told them they were going to do all of these different things. I told people, Phew. But what's interesting is we learn how fragile our discipleship memory can be. <laughs> and we have to be constantly reminded. You should never say, I heard that already, Pastor. That's corny. That's corny. Because if you're not doing it, you didn't hear it. And so this 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 is, you know, you know, for me, you know, this, this is so important for us to recognize, right? And so look what he says. I like the way Jesus kind of Kind of of put them in their place. You ever been put your place by an adult? He says, it ain't the time for you to know the periods. The time's of periods that the father has set aside for his own authority. You know, it's like when your kid come up. you, you, You ever seen adults talking? And the kid just start talking in the adult conversation. Stay out of grown folks conversation. Jesus says, stay out of God conversations. That's what he's basically saying really nicely right there. Notice I said God conversation, not God's plural conversation. Somebody get that on the way home. Verse 8. But it says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Let me me tell you something. In order to be a witness, you have to have power. You you, 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 you just don't understand. You have to have power power and, 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 and this this is what i mean by that because sometimes when you're on mission for god you want to bend to people's whims and wishes <laughs> what do i mean by that you know well, well, early earlier when we started the church i you know I, we would have a discover epiphany and people would come in and they would be like hey pastor you know um <clears throat> what, what do you guys do for children what do you guys do for parents what do you guys do for singles um what do you guys do for and, I, and over the years i started getting exhausted by the time it's time for sabbatical, I, I would be just done. And I was like, why do I feel like this? And it was almost like the Holy Spirit came in the room was like this. He's like, ah. he said, because uh, you're playing kinder care. I said, I said, what Holy Spirit? He's like, "You wear yourself out if you want to. Every little need them people have, you, you, you try to work it out to keep them at the church. I anointed you. For different reasons we're in wartime i didn't anoint you to be a gerber feeder i anointed you to be a general and so what i need you to do is i need you to love people but not care about their micro needs he says because when people go to war the lieutenant or the captain or the general ain't trying to take care of their needs while they are on the battlefield But everybody that's on the battlefield knows that they're there to be a soldier. And then they know and been trained for their positions to fight. So they're not asking you to hand them water. They're not asking you what emotional services that are needed while they're on the battlefield. No, they know that they're on the battlefield to fight. And so something happened in me at that point. I, I begin to be like, you know what? I, I, I ain't, I'm not going to care how you feel that we don't meet every little need that you've got because you're supposed to not come here asking merely what are the church going to do for you? You should be coming saying, how can I help put my hand to the plow to make a change in the world? Some, um, um, uh, but, but it's rare. I've only had less than five times people ask me in a question and answer, what can we do? It's always, and, 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 and that's what's wrong with us, is we believe that, hey, if you don't do it for me, I'll go to this place. And guess what you got to do? See, see, as a young pastor, you're worried about this. I'm almost 50. You know, next year, I'm getting Tourette's. I'm I I, look, I got got. look. probably entering the last quarter and a half of my life. I ain't got time for playing with people and, and wondering how fickle you're going to be and if you get rebuked, you're going to leave. Listen, I need people on the team of the kingdom of God that view themselves as warriors, that view themselves as soldiers, that view themselves as committed to walking to Jesus, that they don't have to be pacified and I don't have to put a pacifier in your mouth to shut your mouth. No, you need to be ready up in here to go from milk to go to meat. So you receive power for the Holy Spirit to keep you, not for me to keep you. Hey, the better be this for free. The best lesson you can learn, parents, the best message you can learn, children, the best message you can learn in life, single, is that let the Holy Ghost be the Holy Ghost. He's like better at this than us. Like he convicts better, he talks better, he challenges better. He knows how to keep somebody awake and keep replaying something on their mind to make them change. But we can call, we can text, we can email, we can set reminders. But the Holy Ghost is a better change agent than we can ever be. He's better. You plant the seed and go like this. The old, That's what I like about the old church. They'll tell you something, walk away. And then you don't really know what they say. the Holy Spirit just keeps hitting you with it. That, that's, that's when you trust God. I got to move. So, so what he begins is bringing clarity. To the Holy Spirit. is. So the power. The Holy Spirit comes to make us witnesses. So the primary role of the Spirit. Is for us to be witnesses. Not merely giving us a feeling. But for us. To be witnesses. And that's what are Witnesses. That means, before I explain witnesses, I got to explain some problems. So what we got to do is we. listen is what we got to work through, family. If we're called to be witnesses, that's our focus, ministry focus, not me receiving focus. There's edification, there's a time for that. We're going to talk about that when we talk about the body. But it's very important that you begin to shift your thinking. Because many of us come to church, we want church. I ask some people what they think people come to church for financial support, providing everything under the sun for their children, Uh, 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 um, um, pursuing everyone's personal mission, helping them start a business, Uh, never collecting, uh, 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 oh Lord, I ain't gonna say that, to to entertain and satisfy any social void in their life. It's funny, uh, uh, some people, some of y'all are here thinking that the church is supposed to be the primary matchmaker in your life. So if we preach on doctrine, you're mad, because you're waiting for the the relationship series. And it's funny, I'm going to tell you, you know when our views go up online? We talk about sex, relationships, manhood, and womanhood. It's tens of thousands of views. When we talk about, if we just say, Jesus... Nobody don't want to hear about Jesus. You know, people believe that the church is supposed to make, make financial help, helping them advertise their business, you know, surrogate parents, there's so much came up in this. Everybody has a thing that they think the church is doing and some of it is okay, but it's really an application of a functional identity that we should be walking in that those things are the byproduct of if we would just grow up. Oh, but see, this is how we treat the church is, 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 is somebody helped me. Somebody gave me this. I love this. Um, you know, when my wife and I, you know, we, 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 you know, our kids, we got busy kids. And so we like we got to get a membership at the Y. You know, we went to the Y and we look at the brochure and the brochure is beautiful. We're looking on at the brochure and they have level one, level two, level three, level four. And this is how much you pay for this. And basically we were there and we were like, hey, listen, if we pay for these services, we believe that this is what we should withdraw from it. Most people treat the church like the YMCA. We treat it like a membership that when we give our tithes, it's not worship to God for what he's done for me, but it's an investment in the church for me to withdraw when I have a need. It is such an entitled, demonic way of looking at the church because now you're giving was for a reason not worship to God, which when the judgment seat comes, it will be wood, hay, and stubble. (laughs) And so what we have to do is we have to recognize that the reason why the Holy Spirit comes is for us to bring heaven to earth. Please hear me. This is so important. The purpose of the Holy Spirit coming and us being witnesses is for heaven to come to earth. That means if we're if if we're supposed to come from heaven to earth, we're not supposed to expect earth to influence heaven. We're expecting heaven to influence earth. So what we're constantly trying to do is make heaven clear on earth. Now, the problem is, is when churches and when individuals operate earthly, that's the enemy's ground. But what we have to do is we work from the spirit's perspective, listen, in order that we may be empowered to overcome what he does. And so we say, you got to come to our territory if you're going to fight us, because we're going out there with heaven's authority, with heaven's strength and with heaven's grace to deal with all this. Okay, you all looking at me funny. Let me make a Um, It's an eagle. Eagle was fighting a cobra. And as the eagle was fighting a cobra. Um, he was on the ground and he was rolling over and the snake was easily biting him. He, he could smell everything around him. His tongue was flicking. The, the, the snake was able to go. Uh, but something told the eagle to get off the ground. The eagle flapped his wings and went up in the air. And that's the eagle's territory. Um, because there he can soar. There he can breathe where oxygen is thinner. There he can move faster. There he can do whatever he wanted to do. But the snake can't see The snake only flickers with his tongue and he can smell, but the wind is going so fast where he can't catch a scent. And he was able to take him out of his element to deafen him of the oxygen that the snake would need in order to live. In other words, the the eagle knew enough to knew that if I stayed on the snake's territory, the snake can take me out. But if I take him in the environment that I was created for, that I was created to thrive in, that that I was created to be strengthened in, guess what? I can wear the snake out. All I'm trying to tell you and stop fighting the snake on the ground but you gotta go to the spirit realm on the earth, out of the earth realm to bring heaven to earth listen so that the enemy will lose as we walk with Jesus as gospel witnesses huh. he said you will be my witnesses witnesses the Greek word is martus which is related to the word martyr what does martyr mean? to be a witness who's so intense about their witnesses is that they would die for the faith. A witness is one, okay, what is a witness? Is one who is legally empowered. I love that. Based on an encounter and an experience to testify on behalf of Jesus. That means you have legal authority, all right? Not only that, a witness of Jesus is one who expands the kingdom. Not only that a witness is one who proclaims the kingdom, and so that means that they're willing to make sacrifices, no matter how hard the hardship is. And so, when we look at this idea of that, we see so much of that in Acts. We see it with Stephen and we see it with James and we will ultimately later see it with Paul. We see it with Peter being hung upside down saying I'm based on uh, 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 what all tradition is that I'm not worthy to be crucified like him. Turn me upside down. People that are with, do we have, do we have a sacrificial disposition? Listen, being a witness means you're gonna have to walk by faith. Be a witness means you're not may be able to accomplish some this is see this is antithetical some of some of our dreams are so christless some of our vision is so i mean and and because the world teaches dream what you want build wealth and i understand building wealth retirement all of those different things but 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 in our portfolio where is jesus like where is Sacrifice, because listen, there are things when you do things God's way, your plans won't work out in the natural. Right. Because God will take your journey when you walk with him to help you to learn more about him, to glorify him. Let me, let me see if I can make a plan. Uh, a missionary went over overseas and, and he was over there. He was reluctant about going, ended up going. And as he went... Uh, He led people to Christ in his village, discipled them, but he started to get worried because being a missionary, a lifetime, not like going for a week or two. We talking about like, this is my life missionary. And so one day um, something messed up where the water couldn't, the fly couldn't get to their area. And so they were going to be without water indefinitely for a while because it was the drought season. And what ended up happening is he was frustrated. Like, you ever had a day where you, you know, God, is, you love the Lord, but you, you, you had one of them days where you're sick and tired of living for him. You're just like, this, you know, I don't feel like just, I don't feel like being spiritually stout today. I want to sulk in my misery today because I'm really not feeling all the walk by faith and not by sight. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, all of that. So today I want to sulk. What the Holy Spirit said, did you pray about it? He said, see, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Right? Can can you just do it? Like, you ever had that feeling? Like, God, can we just bypass all of that? You know what I want. You, You already know my thoughts. You can even see what I'm thinking. Just do it. But the thing about the Holy Spirit is he doesn't let you get away with not using faith mechanisms. Help me today. So he ended up praying. And one of the villagers joined him. One of the villagers joined them, and they prayed. You know how you'd be like, Lord, bless the day. Help water to come. Open up the windows of heaven. Let it fall. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And the villager prayed intensely. And then, you know, he's looking at him like, you don't know yet. And so the villager got up. He went in his hut and got a bunch of buckets. Sun is blue. It's, hot. it's blue outside. He's put, he looking at him like, why is he putting buckets out? Not five, this is a real story. Not five minutes later, the sky began to darken. Thunder began to crack. And water began to pour. What does that have to do with being a witness? Everything. Because God takes you on a beautiful journey to represent his reign no matter what. That's why we're called Ambassadors. It says we're ambassadors for Christ. We're supposed to represent his reign. In other words, an ambassador is one who is anointed from a sovereign nation and and put up to be able to represent the nation that it's from in a foreign land. And that's what you're called to do. In other words, the the, the, the sovereignty of that nation is, is empowered through you to make certain decisions, to make certain decrees, and to do certain things that you're called to do as an ambassador to represent your kingdom to another kingdom, even if the kingdom don't like your kingdom or your king. But I, I like the movies. I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm shutting down. I, I like the movies where they, they it's a lot of, it's just sci-fi or it's just... A lot of good shooting and blow explosions. I love those. The ones I like the most though, the one I was watching, I can't remember what it was. And they were they were fighting the enemy and they were they were going at They said, oh, bombs going off. And they got in the car and of course they driving off and it's just a chase. And you know, this car flips over behind them. they do this and they go up a ramp and pat out, jump over, and everything's going. And then the guy says, Shoot back, shoot back. And he goes out the window. Tac, 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 tac. I mean, they have a they, they going at it. But he said, he said, where do you want me to go? He says, Get to the U.S. Embassy. And he's he's just driving. And he's going to the U.S. Embassy. And it's interesting. They had a hard time getting to the embassy. But once they got to the embassy, the enemy had to stop. Y'all ain't hearing me. Because the the, 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 the embassy is literally American soil in another country. So if you... Go to war with the embassy. you go going to war with a larger kingdom. I wish I had some help today. I wish you knew that when you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you became sovereign territory. I'll tell you how. The first tabernacle, when it was finished, the glory of the Lord came and rested on the mercy seat. But that glory went away. Solomon built a temple priest began to minister the Shekinah glory came down but guess what his presence went away later on it says the latter glory of this house will be greater than the glory of this house the glory came but in Ezekiel it left but one day in Jerusalem a toddler walked into a temple and when he pity Pat in that temple the glory had returned, but he couldn't stay. But one day he died and they stretched him wide and he closed his hand in the locks of his shoulders. But on the third day, he got up with all power in his hand. But on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came to the church, he came to the church, he came to the church. You ain't getting it. He came to the church, but he never left because now you are a temple of the Holy Spirit to be a witness to the name of Jesus Christ. So that's what he's here for. That's what he's here for. So now, guess what? His presence rests on you. His presence rests on you for a purpose I'm done. He says and you're going to take it to Jerusalem you're going to minister locally you're going to go to Judea to the region you're going to go to Samaria people you don't like in the world to people that don't look like you but what's interesting when I look back on the witness of the church in my own life personally I was like how did God get me? You ever thought about what? how did he grab me? And I started thinking about going to Vacation Bible School in this old church. And they had the little church punch with a little bit of the, 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 the I don't know how the mothers used to make it. But the reason why I came back was for that red punch with that little douse of ginger ale or seven, I don't know how they they knew how to balance it right. And them cookies, they came in a long package with four rows. And they had the little black napkin. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. And then they had all the stickers on the board, letting you know the story of the Bible. I didn't trust Jesus, but some seeds were planted. Help me today. Then the crack era came in D.C. And that same church in that community, old church, they had a drug prevention program. And I went to that drug prevention program and I didn't hear much about Jesus. But guess what? I experienced that the church cared about the community. But then from there, I joined the choir. Now you know, back then you 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 didn't have to be saved to join the choir. See, y'all don't see. Y'all don't even know what I'm talking about. If you want to join the choir, you didn't audition. You would just be like, "Thank the name of Jesus. Thank the name of Jesus. Oh yeah, you in the choir. You in the choir. Why? Because they viewed." that youth choir as a way of bringing them around the covenant community to smell Christ's aroma and to love on them. And so a mother would give them a peppermint. The pastor would give them a dollar on their birthday and, 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 and they would get yelled at if they acted a fool, but they knew that they were loved and, they, and that, that, that was my life. Then they let me serve. And then when I went to college on November 15th, 1992, my fall semester of my sophomore year, I went into a campus ministry session. Church started a campus ministry. Heard the gospel for the first time. And I trusted Jesus. And then from there, I was around people on campus when I started backsliding. My wife was one of them. Um, You know, she she was the Miss Goody Two Shoes on the campus, you know, around the yes, ma'am. Evie, we almost the same age, yes, ma'am. And it was this group of Christians. I'm telling you. And they had all night prayer. Weird. Like we come to college, we're going down there to that party. But they would be in a room praying all night. And you know, it was wow, you know, it's people speaking to all kinds of stuff going on. But but I was like, how can they not partake of the stuff we're part? What has them like that? And that witness is a part of who I am today. And guess what? God wants you to be a seed planter and a waterer on somebody's journey as well. You don't know whose life can get saved by you just being a good Christian. By the, when you're wrong, say I was wrong. Cause that's a part of it. It's not about being perfect. It's about the whole gambit of what it means to be a Christian. It's about forgiveness, not holding grudges. It's about loving. And man, what can we do if we just rebrand the church to be healthy witnesses for Jesus Christ? Amen and amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Maybe you're here today and you've never met Jesus Christ as your Savior. And um... never met him and you um, heard about him today you said oh this is what that is well I was talking about the church but now it's time to look towards him who we represent maybe you're here today and you've never placed your confidence in Christ said yes to him well you could trust him by faith and he wants to take you from spiritual death Spiritual life, spiritual disconnection, spiritual connection, reawaken you. It's It's a change that will take you to heaven, but it'll also keep you while you're here. If you believe that he died on the cross for your sins and got up from the grave, that's all it takes. Anyone here want to place their confidence in Jesus, hold your hand in the air. We love to talk to you about Jesus. Hold your hand up and keep it up in the air. Hold it up in the air, anyone that says, I want to trust Jesus. Anyone on the balcony or on the floor? Best decision you can make is saying yes to his will and yes to his way. Yes to him. Yes to Jesus. He'll make your life new. No matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, he's committed to loving you for eternity. Amen. But well, if you, um, Timid about coming up, one of our elders will be in the lobby, and we'll be holding a Bible so you'll be able to see them and they will be able to be able to talk to them more about what it means to place your confidence in Jesus. Amen. Let's prepare our hearts and minds for communion. Communion is a time we have every week at Epiphany as a reminder of us identifying Him, identifying with Him His life and His death. If you haven't received chameleon hold your hand up so that our team can get that to you anyone on the balcony on the floor didn't receive you want to receive chameleon anyone we have a few more just hold your hand up they'll get it to you they'll get it to you yes Lord Well, all right, let's stand to our feet. Um, and for those of you, I'm coming into the chat. For those of you who are in the chat, we uh, welcome you to prepare as well to take communion. <clears throat> well, on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he blessed it. And one of the things that he kept saying is doing, do this in remembrance of me. Why? Because he never wanted us to forget. Let's remember together and eat together. (laughs) Bible says life is in the blood. We'll learn later through science that you find out who's related to who by blood. (laughs) Um, We're related to him. If we've trusted him by faith, let the blood board drink together. Well, most high. That passage in Ezra and in Haggai where it says the Lord gave them a mind to work. The Lord stirred up the people to give the Lord, Lord, that that was your spirit um the people of God were motivated to make sure that the kingdom was doing and had what it needed to function to reflect you help that to be our passion help that to be our goal and help that to be our mission now unto him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before his throne with exceeding gladness and joy to him our God and Savior be glory majesty dominion, and power both now and forever everybody agree with that prayer said everybody agree with that prayer said amen god bless you take care much love to you and have a wonderful 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 week hello this is dr eric mason founder and pastor of epiphany fellowship thank you for tuning in today hopefully the word of god was a blessing to you also if you want to help us build the kingdom from philly and beyond